thank you for tuning in to Faith Worship Center's weekly sermon. We hope you are inspired and encouraged by this week's message as we all live to bring more of heaven to earth. So are you ready to take a flight? Yeah, good. Buckle your seatbelts because I don't know where this one's exactly going, but it'll probably go in the way that it needs to go. Hey, it's good to see all of you here today. It really is good to see you. Um, I have a, a couple of testimonies to share of some people that are um, doing quite well. Bonnie Hinault, I don't know how many of you knew, she had a stroke. And she's uh, now in rehab and has become one of the star pupils, she told me. She said that... Uh, She's really accelerating in, in ways. She's getting movement to all of her uh, limbs. She's walking on a treadmill. She's um, waiting to go to a new rehab so that she can be released to home. And so she needs some prayer for that. Um, if there's, I don't know if there's anybody that can um, watch her. If, if there is someone to watch her at her house, then she could go home right away, but uh, if you're, if you can help out in any way like that, if you need a place to stay, and you're a good helper, I told Bonnie, I said, we'll try to find you a, a young guy in his 20s. <laughs> she laughed. You know Bonnie. She's a funny, funny, funny gal. Um, anyway, uh, we can uh, help out in any way we can. That'd be great. Also, uh, Lorraine LaPrette. I don't, I don't know how many of you are familiar with Lorraine Talked to Vinny just a couple days ago, and Lorraine is doing things that her doctor said she would never be able to do. Um, you know, she was diagnosed with, with cancer, and um, they said it was stage four, and they basically said she was so weak they couldn't do chemo on her. And so they basically gave her hours to live. And this was last month. So um, I already told you that I called and she was sitting up and she was eating and, and that. I already told you about that testimony, but I just spoke to him again a couple of days ago and she is getting released to a rehab <laughs> after being eight weeks in a hospital and she's getting released to the rehab in Cambridge, a really nice rehab. And her uh, doctor came in, her oncologist came in to see her and basically said, I heard through the grapevine of the other doctors how well your recovery is going. She said, I had to come and see for myself. And she said, you look like a completely different woman than the last time I saw you. So now they're going to be talking and working through some of uh, scheduled treatments for her. Her strength is coming back so well. She's eating solid foods now. She's just doing incredible. So I just want to thank God for that. Thank you for your prayers for her and as well. And then we got little Joycey over here. Little Joyce. Joyce Baker, who is a walking, living, breathing miracle herself. They pretty much gave up on her. And um, she's doing fantastic here. She is walking. Walking. And she's uh, regaining her speech, learning how to talk. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. 
And we're just believing for complete restoration of her, complete healing, complete miraculous work in your body, in your speech. I want to hear you talking again. I want to hear you talking my ear off again. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's, a, it's amazing when you consider that Jesus was talking with the woman at the well in John chapter 4. And his disciples were left to get food because they were all getting hungry. And he came back and they came back and they, they saw him. And he told them, I have food to eat that you know not of. Food to eat that you know not of. And then he tells them, he starts talking to them about the harvest. And he tells them, open your eyes, lift your heads, because the fields are white for harvest. I'm going to get in that a little bit later, I hope, after I share this dream that I had and go on what I believe it means. I also feel like we're going to do some fun body ministry here today. So get your gifts flowing. Okay, so this morning I, I woke up uh, this morning to a dream. Now, I love waking up to God dreams. I knew it was a God dream. It's a fantastic dream. But they energize me as soon as I wake up. This morning, I woke up with more energy than I've had in weeks. Weeks. And um, I'm recovered quite nicely, actually. From going from being near fatal to recovered is, is a good thing. Someone told me there's such a thing I call long COVID. I don't want it. The short one was good enough for me. I'll <laughs> take in the long one at all. Okay, so I woke up and, and what I saw in this dream is I saw um, angels gathered in front of this uh, stage. And the, the uh, crowd of angels was just as far as I could see. I looked out and I saw them. They were multicolored angels illuminating with light. Um, they had different head dresses dressing on, like crowns. Some of them had crowns. Some of them had funny big glasses. Um, and and they're all excited. It's like uh, the best I could describe their excitement would be in the level of like a teenage, a teenage group of teenagers going to a concert of their favorite artist, musical artist. And that's how excited everybody was. And they're all just talking to each other. And they're all just giddy and excited. I'm looking at their faces and the countenance on these guys was nothing but happy and joy. They didn't have a care in the world. They didn't know what cares in the world are, are about. They basically were just really excited, anticipating the arrival of the emperor. Now, I'm watching this and getting this in pieces. They're awaiting the emperor to come out on the stage so, make sure I got all this right. Yes. And then I watched this guy come out, just as common as I am, just a dude. He comes out and he waves at them and he says, good morning. And they all just erupt in loud shouting and tears and just going crazy. 
I could hear them talking amongst each other. Did you, did you hear him say good morning? Another one said, he was looking right at me when he said good morning. And they're all just so excited, static with joy, just so happy. They're, they're just like... Another one I heard one say, that good morning was life-changing. As I watched, it occurred to me that the emperor was human. He didn't have light glowing from him. He didn't have a, a transparent body like the angels had. He, he wasn't a supernatural being. He was just a person like us. Then I woke up. When I woke up, I got out of bed with a lot of energy, went downstairs, and just started seeking the Lord on, on what? What, what did I just see? It dawned on me that what I was seeing is a, a representation of the sons of God. The emperor, the emperor was a representation of the sons of God. I know we're in church and I should have said the son of God. Jesus, but you have to understand what Jesus gave to believers is the same that he carried while he was on the earth. And it began to dawn on me as I began to really process this and pray through this. Because of Jesus we have been restored to our original righteousness. And the angels view us completely different than we view ourselves. And I feel like what this dream triggered some things in me, so I'm just going to be prophesying at the same time that I release this message because I feel that this message, this dream was very prophetic. I feel like what we're coming into we are going to have to change the way we talk, the way we perceive, and the way we analyze things through a natural logic. We're going to have to change things up. I don't know if you've noticed like I have, but it seems like there's more things we can be critical about than I've ever experienced in my life. I don't know what it was, whether it was the election of 2020 or 2016 or whatever, but something got triggered to where criticism just became the most popular form of language. Now, we've been tearing each other down in our conversations. We've been tearing down things that we don't like. We've been chewing up things that were fed through the news media and through social media and various other things. And we've been letting this stuff just feed us for years now. And it's time to shift perceptions. And it's time to shift our perspective. It's time to make a shift, you guys. This, this is not... The angels weren't cheering on a kind of person that was an angry, upset, critical person. The angels went into crazy eruption just over at his... Wave and good morning. Romans 8, 19 says, For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. 
the revealing of the sons of God. And I believe that the dream that I saw this morning where the angels are gathered around this stage, they are in this place where they're anticipating the emperor to show up. They are anticipating what is coming. And they're so excited about you and I as believers. I need to tell you this again. They're excited about you as a believer it's not, they don't see us the same way that we see ourselves. They see us in a, in a level that heaven sees us. They view us as to what Jesus gave us. We are not fallen man. We are redeemed man. Oh, you guys, you know, it's okay to get excited about the truth, isn't it? There's an anticipation, and here he comes, right? The dude just comes walking out. I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I really got a full image of him other than I knew he was just a human. He was a person. And his little wave and hello sent the angels and sent heaven into an eruption of ecstatic praise and excitement. I, you know what, you guys? You and I carry things. We carry gifts that have been given to us. Everything that I have as a believer is a gift. Given by grace, not by my advancements and not by my tokens of efforts. It's given by grace. I, you cannot come into the kingdom in any other way but by faith. And by grace. None of us. So we've gone through some, we've gone through a couple of hard years, haven't we? We've gone through some really tough times. Haven't we? We've gone through some tough times, huh? Well, it's time to shake the tough off. It really is. I feel like the spirit of the Lord is in this message, you guys. It's time to be excited about what Jesus Christ has made us to be, who he's made us to be. And start walking in our destiny of heaven. I don't know about you, but like there are things in the natural realm right now that just want to suck us into a pit of despair. It's easy to do. I was talking to my dad the other day and he, he was telling me about something that's going on in the world. He watches the news a lot. And, and I said, oh, I didn't even know that was going on, dad. And he says, yeah, I know. You got to watch the news. And I said, no, I don't. I don't have to watch the news. Believe me, the five minutes that I might listen to in my car is enough. I, can't, I can barely make it five minutes through the news on WBZ Radio. There's a little tag for them. And I don't mind that station because I, I think it's pretty balanced for news. But I feel at the same time, it's like on both ends of the spectrum, you've got, like, you've got people viewing at what's going on in our government, in the world. You've got them viewing a certain way. You've got other people on the other end of the spectrum viewing what's going on in the world in a certain way. And then you've got a bunch of people that are like getting caught up in their information. They're getting caught up in the, the knowledge that they're feeding their souls with. They're feeding their minds with. They're feeding their knowledge with. And that knowledge is something that puffs up. Let me tell you, love builds up, knowledge puffs up. 
They're feeding, they're getting all the knowledge and take all it. And then they become, they become knowledgeable in the knowledge that they're getting. And then they spread that knowledge around to others. And then the others start talking about it. And then the others start talking about it. And it just goes on and on and on and on. And in between all this stuff, there's divisions that happen between friends and family members. You know, good grief. We were divided over whether we should mask or not. And I'm not, I'm not saying either one. I'm just saying we got divided over these things. There has been this divisive spirit that has landed across the world to try to pull people into the side of division, to try to ostracize and separate relationships. Why? Because we don't really understand who we've been made into and what we've been given. First Corinthians 15, 45, 49 says the first Adam became a living being. The last Adam became, oh man, I am so excited. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love the word of God. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual was not first, but the natural, and afterward the spiritual. And the first man was of the earth, made of the dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. The second man is the Lord from heaven. From heaven. Guess where our citizenship is? In heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. As we have borne the image of the man of dust. Now, I want you to see this. He's talking in past tense. In the Greek, it spells it out much clearer. As we have borne the image of the man of dust. So he's talking past tense. He's talking before the cross. He's talking before Jesus Christ came to redeem humanity. We've borne the image of dust, so also we bear the image of the heavenly man. That's exactly how the Greek says it. It doesn't say we will bear the image of the heavenly man. It says we now bear the image of the heavenly man. So I'm seeing these angels, and I'm seeing this guy on this day. Good morning, and the angels just going nuts. Wow. I wasn't even I, I wasn't even connected to the reaction of the emperor, what they called the emperor. First John four seventeen says this because as he is, so are we in this world. Jesus is a ruler. He is giving us ruling authority just as he had while he was in this world. All right. That's who you are. That's who he is. It's not a competition. Believe me, he is not Jesus is not threatened by us. 
taking over his place. He's not threatened by what he's given to us. He's given this to us because he's excited. Because he knows that we carry the authority of heaven. You know what we've been destined to do? Destroy the works of the enemy. I mean, come on. And it, it doesn't, it, it's not like in, in, in the days back in the mid-90s and stuff, we used to do conferences on spiritual warfare. And, and there used to be all kinds of talks about the certain demons that are around there. And, and, and it seemed like the, the instructors were more familiar with the demons and the activity of the demons than they actually were the activities of God and, and the Father in heaven. Listen, this right here has power and authority to prophesy destiny for our generations, for our children, for our families, for our parents, for those who are sick, for those who are lost, for those who are addicted, hurt and strung out on drugs alcohol, we have the power with this mouth to be able to prophesy change. I just finished up a book by uh, Sean Boltz called Encounters. I don't know if, if any of you are familiar with Sean Boltz. I don't know how many of you are. It's a great, he's a great uh, man of God as far as I'm concerned, but I'm sure he's a very controversial figure. It seems like anybody in the Christian life today that writes a book becomes a controversial figure. It's like, good grief. I mean, I'm a controversial figure. Thank you. We carry the gifts that Jesus has given us to produce change, to make this earth look more like heaven. And in the nicest way that I can say it, you know how the Bible talks about the, how we're gifted in the body of Christ. There are many different members, you know, the arm, the eyes, the mouth, you know, that, that, that whole thing. Well, guess what? The buttocks is not our best gift. We do need it for a lot of reasons. But it's not our entire purpose as believers. Our purpose is to actually move and flow in the gifts. When Randall was sharing last week, by the way, Randall's message, I don't know about you guys, but it changed me. I, I felt last week something heavy lift off of me while he was speaking. I, I was taken to the airport and I said, Randall, while you were sharing, man, God was just downloading some things into me. I, I said, I know your message was really good, um, it, it was fantastic, but I was getting like something myself that was kind of like in tune with what you're saying, but it was a different way of, of shaping it. And I said, I, I felt completely changed. I felt like something just lifted off me in that meeting, like a heaviness was just lifted from me. And it was the part where he was talking about the puzzle. You remember we talked about the puzzle? And, and, um, and he talked about the pieces that come together to make the whole. As he was sharing that, I thought I got this beautiful image of the church. This is what the church is about. It's not about criticizing a certain shape 
or form of a person or a believer or a church or a denomination or a group. It's about recognizing that their pieces need to be brought together. They need to be unified together to see the whole. You know, scripture says that we see in part. You know what that means? That means none of us have the full revelation of who God is or what our destiny is. We see in part. And you know what I like just sit, sitting down talking to believers we, in our home group? We, we got our last week this week, but what I've really enjoyed about the home group is that we sit down and we share and we get different pieces coming together to make the whole picture full. That we need to see more of, you guys. We need to see more of small groups coming together and the pieces coming together and the sharing coming together and the, the wholeness coming together. Because I believe the Lord wants to reveal himself entirely to our day and our time. And that the world needs to see a church that's united and going forward together to bring heaven here to earth. To be able to change this earth into a better place. And it spreads across ecology, economy. It spreads across the whole wave of of social, cultural, all of it. You and I get to do this. It's not a matter of us just saying, oh, the world's such a mess, Lord, just come quickly. It's a matter of us saying, the world's such a mess, Lord, I speak to it, correction and change. Sean Bolton, his book was talking about, he was talking about the ability to... um, to bring change. And he was shown a picture of uh, hell, if you will, what's called hell. And he, he said that in that place, there were two angels outside these gates, the fallen angels, and these demons were inside, and they were, they were guarded by huge angels so that they couldn't escape and continue punishment on the earth. And Sean asked him, he said, what, what is this place, and what are these angels doing? And he said, those... Those are the fallen angels that believers have assigned to this place so that they can no longer wreak destruction in the earth. Believers. Yeah, that's what I said. Wow. That's what we carry. We get to carry that. You remember that when the demons left the man and went into the pigs? You remember what they were saying? Don't cast us into the abyss. That's what they were talking about. They didn't want him to throw them there. And you know why he threw him into the pigs instead? Because he had some followers watching this whole scene. And he was letting them see how easy it is to deal with the demonic. Let's all stand together. I just Can we just... Can we just right now just thank Jesus for all that he's given to us? Just thank you, Lord, for all you've given, how you've enriched us, Lord. We're not poor, beggarly, lacking. You have given us every good and perfect gift from above. You have showered upon us your will, your direction, 
You have given to us the ability to see who you are and to be able to walk with who you are and to be able to walk in our identity as sons of God. And Lord, I thank you that creation is hanging on the edge, just so excited and anticipating the revelation of the sons of God. That the sons of God have the ability to bring change in this earth. Wake us up, Lord, to see it. Wake us up to know it, to understand it, to catch it. Wake us up to see the damage that we're doing to others by criticizing with our tongues and bringing them down. Wake us up to see that that the things that we think need to change aren't going to be changed by our critical analyzing of it. But they're going to be changed by a prophetic declaration with anticipating hope for change. Continue to show us who you are, Lord. Continue to show us your face. We want to see your face. We want to draw near to you, Lord. We have been given so much. We have been united with you. The prayer that Jesus prayed in John chapter 17, where the believers would be one with the Father, has come about through his redemption of humanity. Wake us up, Lord, to see it. Help us, Lord. We just look to you right now. We just ask you, Father, just pour out your grace to open our eyes. Give us spiritual eyes to see the harvest fields are white right now. That there are people that need and want to know the good news of Jesus Christ. Not the bad news of what's happening in the world. Yes, Lord, wake us up to see you are in us. And greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. Ha, ha, ha. Wake us up to see that even the statement of good morning carries power to move heaven's heart. Wake us up to see when we're in the stores, we're in the marketplace, we're going about our work. Wake us up to see that there are people there who will welcome a greeting of good morning, a smile from a believer. And wake us up to see the power that's in it, Lord, that it's not about all that we say. It's about us just walking in heaven's direction, us in walking towards the goal and presenting heaven to those that we come in contact with. However that works. Thanks again for listening to this week's message. If you'd like more information about our church, visit faithworship.org.